0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Cuomo accuser comes forward. The fact is that he was sexually harassing me. Relief bill debate. The motion to proceed is agreed to. Royals roiled over Harry and Meghan. Britain's royal family isn't going to like Sunday's interview with Oprah. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. One of three women who accused New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of sexual harassment is speaking on camera for the first time. Charlotte Bennett spoke exclusively to CBS Evening News' Nora O'Donnell as Cuomo faces an investigation and growing calls to resign. He is a textbook abuser. He lets his temper and his anger ruled the office. He was very sweet to me for a year in the hopes that maybe one day when he came on to me, I would think we were friends or that it was appropriate or that it was okay. She alleges the governor started asking her about her love life and became fixated, repeating over and over again her history as a sexual assault survivor. I think abusers look for vulnerabilities. The idea that maybe I'm more willing to accept behavior because I have. A history of sexual violence. And Bennett says on June 5th, Governor Cuomo crossed a line. When he said he was lonely, I mentioned that his daughters had been around. And he also rejected that and said, I love my daughters, but I want a girlfriend. Bennett says he asked whether she'd ever been with an older man. What were you thinking as he's asking you these questions? I thought he's trying to sleep with me. In response to Nora's interview, the governor's office directed CBS to his apology Wednesday. He said he never knew at the time he was making anyone uncomfortable. There is more bad news for the governor. The New York Times and the Wall Street Journal are reporting some of his top aides rewrote a report on New York State nursing home deaths to undercount the number of residents who died of COVID. The change made just as Cuomo was starting to write a book touting his pandemic response. He released the actual numbers after the state attorney general found a discrepancy of thousands of deaths. The number of COVID cases continues to fall as the pace of vaccination picks up, with an average of two million doses a day being administered. Still, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey is breaking with Republican counterparts and leaving a mask mandate in place. We need to get past Easter before we take a step some other states have taken to remove the mask order altogether and lift other restrictions. One of those states, Texas. Governor Abbott continues to defend his decision. According to CDC studies, more than 10 million Texans have recovered from COVID, and they have uh, the antibodies to be able to defeat COVID. Brock Wagner, a brewer in Houston, will continue to require his customers to mask up. There probably are a few people out there who are basically looking for the fight. Uh, We're just hoping they don't come and visit us. No sooner had the Senate voted to debate the president's $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill than a GOP lawmaker made a move to drag out the process. CBS's Deborah Alfarone from Washington. Section 2, table of contents. While most of the country slept, Senate clerks were at work reciting every word of the 628-page COVID relief bill backed by President Biden. A23 and other related activities. The entire process took nearly 11 hours. Wisconsin Republican Ron Johnson requested the reading. All I'm trying to do is make this a more deliberative process, shine the light on this abusive and obscene amount of money. We Democrats want America to hear what's in the plan. The bill advanced to the debate stage Thursday without the support of a single GOP senator. All signs point to a modest increase in jobs in February. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger expects this morning's report from the Labor Department to show anywhere between 100 and 200,000 new jobs were added. Private payrolls will likely pick up most of those gains In fact, government employment could post another decline despite the reopening of some schools and ramping up of vaccination efforts. Buckingham Palace is bracing for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's interview with Oprah on CBS this Sunday. The couple says the press is one of the reasons they quit the royal family and moved to the U.S. Harry tells Oprah... I'm just really relieved and happy to be sitting here talking to you with my wife by my side because it has been unbelievably tough for the two of us but at least we had each other. This week, the palace said it was investigating allegations of bullying by Duchess Meghan against former staffers. At the airport in Baghdad... Pope Francis emerged from his plane today wearing a face mask, guards in plumed hats, lined a red carpet. Correspondent Sabina Castelfranco... It's the first trip by Pope Francis to a foreign nation since the pandemic, and everyone on the papal plane has been vaccinated against COVID-19. But it will be a challenge all the same, as cases in Iraq have surged, and there are fears that people hoping to see the Pope will forget the social distancing rules. His four day trip is a public show of support for the local Christian community, which has been under attack from Islamic militants. Some primates have been vaccinated for COVID on the West Coast. KFMB's Tim Blodgett has the story. The gorillas, orangutans, and bonobos living at the San Diego Zoo and Safari Park were given a vaccine after a gorilla tested positive for the virus. According to Nadine Lamberski, the chief wildlife health officer for the San Diego Zoo, only one of the gorillas was experiencing mild COVID-19 symptoms. the decision to vaccinate came down to an abundance of caution. It's extra protection for our grade 8s. And we know that infections can go from people to animals and, and animals to people. Talk about a pricing error. The Texas agency that monitors the state's power market says the grid's operator, ERCOT, overcharged customers by $16 billion after last month's deadly storm and kept prices too high for more than a day after widespread outages ended. The run on discontinued Dr. Seuss books is ending. When I leave home to walk to school. eBay is delisting the six children's stories Seuss publisher has scrapped for racist undertones. Fans and collectors have been snapping them up since Tuesday's announcement. Barnes & Noble stopped selling them yesterday. A man in the Netherlands has come up with a unique way to test for COVID. When people scream, they spread tens of thousands of tiny particles so Dutch inventor Peter van Wees came up with an airlocked cabin to test for coronavirus from screams. If I take out the moisture from the coronavirus I will have the basic coronavirus by itself, and therefore it can be recognized as such. He's still testing his invention, but some of his screamers say it's good therapy anyway. Elaine Cobb, CBS News. He brought it home for the Buccaneers. When the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. A rare Brady rookie card from 2000 has sold for $1.3 million. The price breaks the old mark for a football card by almost half a million dollars. And that's the World News Roundup for Friday, March 5th. Produced by Paul Ferry and Matt Cherry. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.